Russell Total Wealth and Wellness offers securities through Arcadios Capital LLC and investment advisory services through Arcadios Wealth. Neither Russell Capital Management nor Russell Total Wealth and Wellness are affiliated through any ownership with Arcadios. Welcome to Russell Total Wealth Radio. I'm Andy Dollar, joined by Curve Miller, and we are from Russell Total Wealth and Wellness. There are a lot of financial advisors in this country, like hundreds of thousands of advisors, but only a small amount of those actually specialize. Most advisors are generalists. They're good at a bunch of things, but not exceptional at any one thing. At Russell Total Wealth and Wellness, we focus on retirement planning. It is our specialty. We enjoy it because it's challenging and it's rewarding because we get the opportunity to coach you to and through one of the most important phases of your life. Because of our unique focus on retirement planning, we've seen an uptick in the number of questions we're receiving on Social Security. Questions like, when should I elect it? While there are countless online Social Security calculators, we're not aware of any that truly customize their answers to you and your unique situation. Like taking a prescription, what works for someone else may not work for you. So if retirement is on your mind, then keep it right here as Curve and I help you answer the question, when should I turn on my Social Security? And you are only going to find it here on Russell Total Wealth Radio. And at Russell Total Wealth and Wellness, our focus, as Andy just said, our our focus is tax-efficient retirement planning. And many people are surprised to find out that depending on their tax situation, most of their Social Security income can actually be taxable. Sometimes electing Social Security at the wrong time can actually increase your tax bill. Here's the thing. Turning on Social Security is not a binary choice. Should I take it now or take it when I turn 70? There's a lot more to this decision and something we're going to walk you through during today's show and help you answer the question, when should you turn on your Social Security? And as always, like other radio show fans have done, if you do have questions or want specific advice tailored to you, and I'm sure there's going to be a lot of folks, a lot of you listening right now, they're going to say, well, I want to know how this relates to me. It's very simple. Go to talktorussell.com. That's T-A-L-K-T-O-R-U-S-S-E-L-L. That is our website. You can go there. We have um, our calendars, Andy, uh, Andy's calendar, my calendar, are there um, live real time. You can see our calendars and find 15 minutes that works for you um, to at least begin the conversation. Figure out, are you on the right track? Are you headed off the rails? Um, it's, uh, you know, most of us spend more time planning for a vacation than we do for our own retirements. And so this is a very important um, thing to take us up on. Um, again, we have spots uh, available to you, 15-minute strategy session call to get your questions answers as it relates specifically here today to Social Security or any other question as it relates to retirement planning. So don't miss out. Before we dive in today, let's first kick things off by talking about this week's health tip, because you need your health to enjoy your wealth. This week's health tip is actually about a, a very recent internet um, uh, rage called L-theanine. Now, L-theanine, I think it's important to know what it is first, is a water-soluble amino acid. It's a compound that is... Um, being touted as anxiety reducing um, on internet uh, platforms like TikTok, TikTok and Instagram. Um, 
because I mean, there are so many stressors weighing us down, uh, so many things that that um, are just on our minds that people are searching for a sense of calm. And so, social media is getting a lot of noise about L-theanine because it does have anxiety-reducing properties. Um, it's not only about stress relief; it's it's actually being marketed as a secret weapon for people's peak cognitive performance um, and maintaining focus. So, uh, you know, anytime we see anything touted as the end all be all to any problem that we have, we want to take a second look at it. And the first thing I would tell you is, L-theanine, while it can be taken as a supplement, can actually be found in a good old cup of green tea or uh, a healthy serving of mushrooms. So before you take uh, start taking any supplement, before you start changing your um, health regimen in any way, please consult your healthcare provider. Um, they just like Social Security that we're going to be talking about today. This the the same choice is not right for everybody. The same supplements aren't right for everybody either. And so talking to your healthcare specialist can help you uncover whether adding something like L-theanine is a good choice for you or not. So make sure you're staying on top of your health because um, you need it to enjoy your wealth. Great advice, Andy. And if you're just joining us, Andy and I are sharing, when should you turn on your social security? So some say you should claim your benefits ASAP, while others say you should wait till age 70. The bottom line, what works for someone else might not work for you, but there are some considerations. So Social Security, let's first start there. What is Social Security? Social Security is a government program designed to provide financial support during retirement. Now, I've been doing this now, pushing 20 years, and I understand how important Social Security is for people of retirement age. <clears throat> See, they took the money out of your paycheck the whole time you were working. And then when you get into your 60s, there's this conversation of, should I start drawing my benefits at age 62 or should I wait to age 70? Now, for many people, Social Security represents a substantial portion of their retirement funds accounting for over 50% and in some cases even 100% of their income. Now at the same time, it's extremely complex. Now according to the IRS's website, there are thousands of combinations for how you could take Social Security. Now, instead of navigating the daunting complexities of Social Security on your own, I always recommend not going it alone. Make sure that you take a team approach and work with somebody who has a legal responsibility to you. Um, That's otherwise known as a fiduciary, someone who can help you make an informed decision and has to put your interest above their own. The right approach to Social Security could add up to thousands of dollars over your lifetime, so you certainly want to make sure you get it right and you're making sure you're asking the right questions before you file or not file either way. And retirement is full of complicated choices. We're going to talk about one of those today, which is when to take Social Security. How do you invest your money so it's protected but it still grows? How to choose the right pension option? How to keep your taxes low? And how to leave everything to your loved ones with the least amount of taxes and hassle? And probably the most important, how to make your money last. Do you know if your current retirement plan solves all of these problems? Well, if not, then you could be exposed. Find the holes in your plan by using our on-track retirement review process. 
This is where our team of fiduciary retirement planners will run a retirement what-if analysis for you to find cracks and weaknesses in your plan. And what this means to you is that you no longer have to wonder. You can finally quiet those nagging questions and worries and get some peace. The easiest way to do this is to connect with us at our website, talktorussell.com. There you get real-time access to our calendars, and you can find a time that works great for you for your on-track retirement review. Great advice, Andy. Uh, And if you're just joining us on today's show, Andy and I are sharing, when should you turn on your social security? Now, I think it's important to start with a couple common myths. And sometimes we do this during our they say segment. But, you know, one of the common myths regarding social security timing is that there is some, you know, quote unquote, right time to take social security. Okay. The idea of a one size fits all answer to social security timing question is unfortunately not possible. You know, there's too many factors and unique considerations that have to be considered for there to be a cut and dried answer to find the best time for your specific situation. Everyone's situation is unique, which is why we recommend not going it alone. A retirement plan created with the help of a fiduciary could help optimize Social Security claiming strategies and lead to increased retirement income. So, you know, we have to understand that part first. Now, the first place when deciding when to start Social Security is thinking through your family gene. So now once we understand that there is no right time for everybody, there is no cookie cutter, the next question is, is what has to be taken into account for you? And so, of course, life expectancy is right there. You got to know your genes. Health considerations are not going to be answered by the calculator. Okay. Life expectancy conversations, this is where we're considering our current health. You know, it's so essential. You know, the primary advantage of delaying benefits is a significant increase in monthly benefits later, which could be advantageous for those expecting to live longer. If you got good genes in your in your families, you know, historically lived into their eighties and nineties, you may want to wait on social security. However, there's a trade-off for foregoing the benefits during the delay period as well, because anything that could happen at any time, tomorrow's not a guarantee. So you want to make sure you have a very good idea of what kind of health you're in and what kind of genes you come from before making a final decision there. Well, that's a really good perspective curve. And one way to make sure that you're doing the right thing with your retirement is to know if your 401ks and your IRAs are on the right track to provide you with lifelong income while keeping your taxes low. Listen, you can't get a second opinion from the guy or the gal that gave you the first opinion, but you can get an honest, objective opinion during your on-track retirement review with our team to make sure you're doing the right things with your money. So hop on over to our website, talktorussell.com. There you get real-time access to our calendars and you can coordinate time uh, that works really great for you for your on-track retirement review. In addition, you can reserve your seat for our upcoming Total Wealth Live event. Curve and I are going to be back at Fleming's at the Green on October 12th and October 17th. And you don't want to miss out on this. Um, These Total Wealth Live events fill up really quick because we're talking about the things that are top of mind for you taxes and income in retirement and what should you be doing with your investments um, in a world that looks like our crazy world looks today. So totalwealthadvice.com or talktorussell.com. There you can reserve your seat for October 12th or October 17th. 
Great advice. And another factor, as we talk about when should you turn on Social Security, another factor to consider when deciding to take your benefits is your current age. Um, So I think it's important to make sure we know what ages you become eligible. Individuals can start receiving their benefits as early as age 62, or you can delay until age 70. Now, the FRA, your full retirement age, usually ranges from anywhere from 66 years old to age 67, depending on your year of birth. Now, claiming early can give you immediate income, but it'll result in permanently reduced benefits and potential tax implications if you're still working. So keep in mind, if you're under full retirement age and you're still working, you're limited to an approximate income of $21,000 a year before they start taking Social Security away from you if you happen to be filing Social Security prior to your full retirement age. Now, claiming at your full retirement age offers the advantage of receiving both uh, full benefits without reductions, meaning that you can work and make as much as you want and not have a clawback on Social Security. However, delaying further up to age 70 <clears throat> results in increases in monthly benefits. But of course, the risk is that you deferred, deferred, deferred all your benefits. And now, you know, mortality tables are on the side of the IRS because if you die, there's no death benefit. And that's really the big question you have to be able to answer. All right. Well, it's time for a quick break. There is so much more coming up here on Total Wealth Radio. So keep it tuned right here. You've been listening to us on AM 1290 and 95.7 Dayton's News and Talk, WHIO. It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley Radio Station with breaking news, weather, and traffic, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. All right, welcome back to Total Wealth Radio. The financial and investing world can be so puzzling with so many different acronyms and terms that just make it too much to understand, so much so that some people tend to feel stuck, not knowing where to turn or who to trust. And the good news is, is that it doesn't have to be this way. Andy and I are here to demystify retirement planning and help you gain the confidence you need to feel comfortable about where you're heading next. Case in point, on today's show, we're sharing... When should you turn on your Social Security? And now it's time for one of our fan favorite parts of the show, our They Say segment, where we debunk common myths, half-truths, and sometimes bad advice that they say. So here's one for you today, Andy. They say that if you turn on Social Security early, you will receive more money over your lifetime. What do you say? Well, the only way to definitively answer that question curve is to know exactly what day you're going to pass away. Now, claiming benefits early does provide immediate income over a potentially longer period of time. So if you start pulling your benefits as early as you can at age 62, the hope is that you are going to live um, a long time. And the thing you have to keep in mind is that you are going to take a reduced monthly benefit amount um, by electing to start your Social Security before your full retirement age. There is a camp out there that says you should delay it as long as you possibly can. You should delay it up until age 70 and let it continue to grow to increase your benefits over time. Now, the only reason you want to do this is if you have a longer life expectancy it surely would be a shame for you to wait until you're age 70 to pull your social security benefits, get that increased benefit, and then only live another five years. 
or 10 years where hindsight is always going to be 2020 when we're coaching clients on when you should start pulling your social security we are looking at things like longevity we are looking at things like your health we are looking at things like what other sources of income would you have if you did decide to defer that until age 70. If you're gonna start spending down your own assets just to push off taking social security, but leaving a legacy is really important to you, you wanna leave money to your family after you pass away, then deferring your social security may not be the best option for you. You're gonna spend down an asset that you could leave your family in exchange for deferring an asset, your social security, which you cannot leave to your family. There's only two people that can benefit from your social security and that's you and your spouse. And so making sure that you understand what you're actually trying to accomplish before you turn on your social security or make the decision to delay it is what's most important there. Wow. I mean, Andy, it's spot on. I mean, that's that's one real clear reason that I don't think people consider is the fact that there is no death mm-hmm. benefit to Social Security. So, of course, the government wants to dangle these carrots, put them at the end of the stick and say, chase the carrot, chase the 6% growth rate, chase this 8% growth rate, because if you defer, 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 and then mortality tables on the IRS side, and then you die, there's no death benefit. You know, So they win. Mm-hmm. And so that's certainly part of it. The other part of it is taxes. You know, what kind of tax rate do you pay? I know we're going to get into that here upcoming after our next break. So it is time for our next break. uh, But when we come back, we'll be talking about factors to consider when considering to turn on Social Security like your marital status and taxes. So find out more by staying with us right here on Total Wealth Radio. We'll be right back. You've been listening to us on AM 1290 and 95.7 Dayton's News and Talk, WHIO. It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather, and traffic, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome back. I'm Andy Dollar, joined by Curve Miller, and we are from Russell Total Wealth and Wellness. And you have tuned into probably the most important show when it comes to your retirement and financial security. And that, my friend, is Total Wealth Radio. The financial and investing world can be so confusing with so many acronyms and terms and choices to make. It's just too much to absorb, so much so that some people tend to feel stuck not knowing where to turn or how to make sense of it all. And if there's one thing that we know, it's that people just want to be heard and they want a plan that they are comfortable with and that they're confident in. And that's what we do for our clients at Russell Total Wealth and Wellness. We help good people make great decisions so they can enjoy an amazing retirement. And guess what? We make it easy for you to understand so you know you're making the right choice for you. Now, we have a couple of upcoming events that will help you get a better understanding as to what decisions you should be considering as you are drawing near to retirement or if you are in retirement. And that's our Total Wealth Live events. 
We uh, will be back out at Fleming's on October 12th and October 17th. We still have a few seats left, so visit us at talktorussell.com, and there you can um, reserve seats for October 12th or October 17th. We're going to look forward to seeing you there out at Fleming's uh, coming up just here in a few days. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I really love uh, doing the live events. I know, Andy, you and I have talked about them um, you know, over the past couple of years, and just what a wonderful opportunity is to, to meet our listeners of, of our program here, mm-hmm. um, people that we've uh, you know worked with in the past. It's an opportunity for them to bring uh, the people that they care most about. So it's really a great uh, great room full of really wonderful people, and it's certainly something that I, I love doing is getting out from behind the microphone and, and, and getting out, getting knee-to-knee with, with you. So I look forward to it there in October. Now, there are a lot of financial advisors in this country, and we're going to talk about this at that Total Wealth Live event, believe it or not. And when I say there's a lot of financial advisors, I'm talking like hundreds of thousands of financial advisors. But there's only a small amount of us who actually specialize and decide to specialize in retirement planning. See, most advisors are generalists. They are good at a bunch of things, but not exceptional at any one thing. At Russell Total Wealth and Wellness, we focus on retirement planning. It's our specialty. It's what we do. We enjoy it because it's challenging. And it's also one of the most rewarding because we get the opportunity to coach you to and through one of the most important phases of your life. Now, because of our unique focus on retirement planning, we've seen an uptick in the number of questions we're receiving on Social Security specifically. Questions like, when should I elect my Social Security? Now, while there are countless of online Social Security calculators, we're not aware of any that truly customize their answer to you and your unique situation. So it's like taking a prescription. You know, what works for someone else may not work for you. So if retirement is on your mind, then keep it right here as we help you answer. And you're only going to find it from our retirement planning team here at Russell Total Wealth and Wellness as we help you answer when should you turn on your Social Security. Now, when deciding to turn on Social Security, it's important to understand that you don't have to make this decision in a vacuum. You have to factor in everything, including your other sources of retirement income. So that is the next thing we have to look at is, you know, if you need the money now, that is the most important important consideration. Changes in personal health, employment status, or financial situation can alter the decision-making process. For example, let's say that you retired in 2021. You said, look, COVID opened my eyes to a lot of things. I'm not getting any younger. I'm done working. I'm, I'm retired. So you retire in 2021. Okay. And you know your, state, your retirement statement balances are looking good, but you never really had a risk review done. And then you get into 2022, and then next thing you know, 20% of your savings is gone. If that's a million dollars, that means $200,000 is gone on 20%. That can be a that could be something that alters the decision-making process for how you ultimately use that money for income. Because what's the number one rule? The number one cardinal rule in investing is not to use your money when what? When it's down. You know, the whole idea is to buy low, sell high, but what if you're forced to sell high because you need income? Or what if your accounts just took a hit and then you have to take income from your investments? See, Social Security is a big part of this decision-making process because it can buy you time on your assets. 
Okay, if your accounts are down because you had too much risk, you know, there's different ways to consider Social Security, what it can do for you, specifically in retirement. But understanding that individuals may opt to claim earlier to cover living expenses, even though it may result in lifetime lower benefits, still might make sense depending on those changes in personal health, employment status, or any kind of financial situation can alter this decision-making process. Oh, boy, that is so true, Curve. And you know that nagging question that just about everybody feels as they get close to retiring? That constant wonder in the back of your mind, do we really have enough? Or will this pile of money that we've saved last us as long as we need it to? Do you know that you don't actually have to wonder about that? Did you know that you can literally test that and have that question definitively answered? And that's what we do for our clients at Russell Total Wealth and Wellness. We give people just like you those answers, and we help make adjustments now so you can have greater confidence and comfort in your retirement. Connect with us at our website at talktorussell.com to set up a 15-minute strategy session call with our team of fiduciary retirement planners to get your questions answered and find out what's working well for others. Again, that is talktorussell.com. And today, Andy and I are sharing, uh, when should you turn on your Social Security benefits? That's the topic of our show today. And when you're married, you have to look at the impact of both spouses turning on their Social Security. So this is another factor to consider when deciding to take Social Security benefits is, are you married or not? See, married couples can strategize, okay? And, and they strategize when and how to claim their benefits to help you know, maximize their combined benefits. Age differences between spouses is also very important to understand. It can have a difference on the, on the amounts that are collected. Uh, for example, even if the higher earner, so the breadwinner of the family, has a lower life expectancy, a couple may decide to delay claiming benefits so that the spouse can have a higher monthly survivor benefit, for instance. That's just one thing to consider. Um, you know, and before we were talking about, you know, the various income streams that you'll have in, in retirement. Let's say that you're married and one of the spouses has a pension. Okay, what if a spouse was a teacher and has a STRS pension? Well, that means they didn't qualify for Social Security. You know, so there's a lot of, a lot of things that we have, are there in play in figuring out what kind of income you're going to have in retirement because the decision to retire, which is really a new concept, by the way, Let's talk about that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't a foregone conclusion 20, 30 years ago that you're actually going to retire. Okay, Life expectancy used to be a lot lower. Now, retirement, you know, we have people living sometimes longer in their retirement years than they did in their working years. And they're doing it on a finite sum of money. And so if that finite sum of money isn't enough to generate the income that you need, you're going to need to supplement. And that's where Social Security comes in. Maybe you get a pension, like I said uh, here a second ago. If you have a pension and you're still short on income and making your your um, month-to-month needs met, then you may have to consider either A, taking money out of your own personal savings to max to make up for the difference, or draw on Social Security if you're eligible. So a number of things to consider, but for specifically for married individuals, there is a benefit here based on survivor benefits that needs to be considered for sure. 
Yeah, so let's talk about those survivor benefits for a second, Curve, while we're talking about marital status. When if both spouses are eligible for Social Security and one of those spouses passes away, mm-hmm. what happens is the lower of those benefits, those monthly Social Security benefits, passes away with the spouse. The higher of those two benefits actually stays with a surviving spouse. So when we're talking about, you know, when should I turn on Social Security, whether you're married or not, plays a big role in how you should build out your retirement income plan and when you should take Social Security. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's a very important consideration. Now, another one to consider is is taxes. We have to consider this because taxes kind of have a domino effect. You know, once we start realizing taxes on our tax returns, you know, other other dominoes start falling behind it. Everything from IRMA, which is basically our Medicare premiums, that's influenced by our total income. Um, pensions affect this. You know, investment income. If you have a substantial amount of savings that generates uh, taxable dividends on a yearly basis, you have to have a good idea of what that could be because if you take in additional Social Security income, that can push you into a higher bracket. So lots to consider. Now, Social Security, unlike IRA money or 401k money or basically the money you took the deduction for, Social Security is taxed at a maximum benefit of 85%. Okay, which means that for every dollar you take in Social Security, they're only going to tax the 85 cents of it. Okay, now if you take the same income out of your 401k or an IRA, all 100 cents of every dollar is taxable. Okay, so first of all, if you're like my father, years ago when he found out that he had to pay tax on Social Security, almost <laughs> he almost came out of his skin. He was so mad um, because he goes, wait a minute. They took it out of my paycheck, and now I'm going to have to pay tax on it again? Mm-hmm. See, to him, that was just completely um, egregious. Now, and I agree with it. I, I, I completely understand that. They take it out. It's a forced part of your savings in, in, in your paycheck when you were working. And then they're going to turn around and count it, 85% of it, towards your total income. Okay, But if you're deferring your benefits and you're instead using money that's got a higher tax bill, such as your IRA accounts, it really makes you consider, should I be deferring it if I need the income? And so while taxes are always going to be a part of the conversation, it could make sense to say, well, look, there's no death benefit associated with unused Social Security benefits. And that's the most important thing, is that when they're calculating the 6% growth rate from age 62 to age 67, and then they're calculating an 8% growth rate from age seven, or you know, 67 to age 70, <clears throat> that's a principal and interest calculation because there's no death benefit to anybody beyond a spouse. That money doesn't stay in the family. So if you're using money that could be passed to the family, as Andy said earlier, and and it costs you more in taxes to use that money, then it really starts making a case to say, well, maybe I should consider using Social Security. Lots to consider. You know, Again, like we said, and we kind of prefaced this at the beginning of the show, you know, there's no right way to necessarily do this. The only right way to do it's the right way for you. And you got to know you can't go this alone because you have to have somebody who's independent and objective and can help you make an informed decision as it relates to you. 
All right, it's time for a quick break, but let's keep it tuned right here because when we come back, we're going to discuss the impact of the cost of living adjustments to your Social Security. So keep it tuned right here. You've been listening to us today on AM 1290 and 95.7, Dayton's News and Talk, WHIO. It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7, WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather, and traffic. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. All right, we're back. I'm Curve Miller, and you're listening to Total Wealth Radio. If the stock market, what's going on in the world, the fear of higher taxes has you worried, don't just sit there. Protect your retirement savings. Set up a 15-minute strategy session call with our team to get your questions answered and find out what's working well for others. You can visit us at talktorussell.com. And during today's episode, we've been discussing when should I turn on my Social Security? One benefit of Social Security is the COLA. And no, we're not talking about a syrupy beverage. It's actually much, much better than that. The COLA stands for Cost of Living Adjustments, and they are increases on Social Security benefits designed to counteract the effects of inflation. Now, we've all witnessed inflation showing back up beginning in 2022 and really taking a bite out of how much our dollars buy. Well, that's what a cost of living adjustment is designed to do is to help counteract those effects and maintain the purchasing power of retirees benefits over time. For example, if an individual's monthly benefit is say $2,500 and they get a 2% cost of living adjustment, their benefit for the following year will be $2,550, which is an increase of $50 or 2% of that original $2,500 per month. The COLA or the cost of living affects the overall value of the Social Security benefits, especially for those who delay claiming. So, of course, as we discussed, delaying the benefit longer into um, past full retirement age or even up to age 70 increases that benefit and the cost of living then compounds on top of that. So delaying benefits is actually going to result in a higher base amount that will receive cost of living adjustments leading to increased benefits over that time. Great advice. Uh, I know that cost of living is getting more and more and more expensive. I know, especially for those of you on fixed income, I hear it um, all the time is that, gosh, you know, did inflation have to come back around when I was retired? <laughs> so I understand that. Right. Um, if you felt like today's show was a help to you, imagine what it can help you accomplish when we get advice tailored specifically to you. Uh, set up a 15-minute strategy session call with a member of our fiduciary-based wealth management team here at Russell Total Wealth and Wellness. You can do that easily by going to talktorussell.com. There, also a reminder, we have two upcoming dates here in October. October um, seven, or October 13th and October 17th. It's going to be at Fleming's at the Green, so you don't want to miss out on your opportunity there. Um, so we will look forward uh, to seeing you again. That's uh, October 12th and 17th at Fleming's at the Green. That does it for today. Um, next week, we'll be talking about do you even need life insurance in retirement? So until then, have a great rest of the weekend and a great week ahead. We'll see you next Saturday, same time, same place. You've been listening to us on AM 1290, 95.7, Dayton's News and Talk, WHIO. It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7, WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk.